So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jenny, your name is really weird on Skype. Bummer. I'll show, I'll show you what it's like. D2A25C46. Oh, I just have Jennifer Tilly. Me too. I don't know what happened. Brooke, what'd you break? Everything. The internet. It happens quite a bit these days. The internet breaks? It's a daily occurrence. Yeah. (laughs) What new things happened today that's got everyone angry or sad or terrified or... Oh, I just went there multiple times throughout the day where I don't have internet, so I have to switch to data or a hotspot. Oh, well, that too. Oh, I have to let a cat in. Oh, never mind. That's the name of the call. Mm. Problem solved. You did it, Brooke. Yay. How's the kitty? She's having a rough day. Oh, really? What happened? Well, we switched her food, so she's... her. We did it too, a little too fast. So her, her bathroom goings haven't been pleasant for her today. Oh, did you switch from, like, wet food to no. hard food, or...? A hard food to a different hard food. From kitten food to young cat food. I don't know that our cats have ever really... Jen, have they ever struggled to eat anything? Like, no, food-wise? they give no shits. It's true, yeah. They don't like treats. They don't like any cat treats, really. But, But they've eaten every type of food and every conceivable way we've given them. She's eating it and enjoying it. It's just not coming out well, the other side. Hmm. Well, I hope that improves. Me too. Jesus, what the fuck? I can't hear anything. It sounds like there's like a plane or something. Flying is there, overhead. Is there a UFO hovering over you guys? It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it, it sounds like jets flying overhead almost, but I can't see any. Maybe it's like an Air Force graduation day or something. Maybe they 
found a way to make their jets have an invisible coating and they're testing it out. I mean, Boulder is, who knows? Boulder is very liberal. Are we are we being bombed by federal agents? Boulder's <laughs> not very liberal at all. Boulder's very liberal. It's just Boulder's also so liberal. Rich. There you go. They'll support anyone as long as they don't try to live in Boulder. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's a far cry from Los Angeles, where... The Big Lebowski takes place. Is that where we were? Yeah, you don't... Well, I suppose you kind of missed a good chunk of the start of this movie, it seemed like. I was listening. You were a little distracted by something or someone. Yeah, Astrid's... The state of of Astrid's stool. I had to make sure she was okay. (laughs) You were getting stool updates, I got, you know. Fair. It's important. I don't want my kitty to be sick. I don't want your kitty to be sick either. No offense to the big Lebowski, but... Yeah, only maybe the greatest comedy of the 90s. But Astrid's more important, so... Up there of all time. Yeah, that's fine. I, I believe that. As she chews on her own foot. Good job, honey. Jen's got her face spray. She's getting ready. She's perking up. Is that is that what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. It sort of seemed like she felt she was asleep. For it seemed like on from my point of view. No, she was just chilling. We've both seen this. I mean, I've seen this movie at least thirty times. I want to say I've seen it a lot. That is a lot. I don't know how many times I've made Jen watch it, but. I too also... have it memorized. Yes. It's very quotable. It's just very easy. It's very easy to memorize this movie. It's extremely quotable. What's your favorite quote? God, there's shut the fuck up. Donnie is a classic. Uh, <laughs> Shouting about well, the dude abides is sort of like the end point one. That's that's there. There's a well. That's just like your opinion, man. That was a good. I didn't. That was a good one. That was probably my favorite. Um, God, there's like literally almost any like I I the money's like let me just take another look when they're dunking his head into the toilet. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> Or even him, like, the little things, just, like, fishing his sunglasses out of the toilet and putting them on <laughs> as, as the guy holds a bowling ball and just asks, what the fuck is this? And he responds with, obviously, sir, you are not a golfer. <laughs> and drops. I mean, it's so perfect at a lot of those things. Anyway, who's who's going to summarize? Should I summarize the movie? Yeah, guest guest of honor. All right, I'm Taylor, by the way. Again, Jen's husband. Talking about one of my favorite movies of all time with these two. The Big Lebowski is a 1998 crime comedy film written, produced, directed by Joel and Ethan Cohen. It stars Jeffrey Bridges as Jeffrey the Dude Lebowski, a Los Angeles slacker and avid bowler. 
he is assaulted as a result of mistaken identity, then learns that a millionaire, also named Jeffrey Lebowski, was the intended victim. The millionaire Lebowski's trophy wife is kidnapped, and he commissions the dude to deliver the ransom to secure her release. The plan goes awry when the dude's friend, Walter Sobchak, schemes to keep the ransom money. Julianne Moore, Steve Buscemi, David Huddleston, John Turturro, and Philip Seymour Hoffman also appear in supporting roles. R.I.P. R.I.P. Philip Seymour Hoffman, straight off the bat, because he... It's a legend. Is a legend. He was great in this, too. Weird that he's, like, it's weird to ever think of him in a supporting role, but he definitely was as Brant. <laughs> um, there are really no small parts. I, I think if you speak in only the movie... Only small players. Only small players. But in the movie, I think everyone that has speaking lines is so good. Um, they... Like, I can't think of a speaking role that's like, oh, that could have been done better. Like, everything so... And there's no improvisation. It was all the script. Well, Joel and Ethan Cohen are, I would say, generally very good at that. All of their movies are quite funny and well-scripted or thought out. Have we watched another movie of theirs on our journey? No? No. I think Fargo. That's on the list, on, but that's further oh, down. Okay. Or further, further down. up. What, what, yeah, whatever direction here. I don't know what, I don't think anything. Any, are, they like, are they like second in line for greatest Minnesotan exports? Behind well, well, Oh, I was, yeah, you know. Hmm. I don't. For me, yeah, they might be. They are very... Or would it be post-it notes? <laughs> no, I could do without... I, I'd rather give up post-it notes than, than give up the Coen Brothers. <laughs> that does explain the Minnesota plug in the movie. Yeah, and the last name Knutson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because... There, I don't know of another film director that could just immediately pull Moorhead, Minnesota, of all the fucking places to be like, I, here's the family farm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. Wasn't Ben from near Moorhead? Where's Albert Lee? Hey, that's like 20, 18 miles from where I grew up. Well, that's where it's Ben Knudsen grew up. Right in the middle on the southern southern border. The southern. What a southern. You and Ben Bustanutson grew up less than half an hour from each other. How about it? More, oh, more I, don't know if, I don't know if we grew up next to each other. <laughs> I mean, more ironically, it's that Ben's last name is Knudsen, and yeah. we are getting through with that. All their movies are very... Minnesotan. I guess not. In a way, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what else... Oh, maybe No Country for Old Men might be on the list. Maybe. That would be the other one I can think of. That or Raising Arizona. I don't think that one is. Which is a shame, because you get a great performance by Nick Cage in Raising Arizona. A great Arizona. performance by Nick Cage is great. You're right. You know, I'm sorry. You get a particularly great <sighs> performance by Nic- one Nicholas Cage in Raising Arizona. But no, they're very, 
the humor is is also extremely it feels in a way very minnesotan to me it's always passive aggressive Midwestern, yeah, a little bit, but also just like specifically, uh, the dude is passive aggressive. <laughs> well, the the dude is the dude. I don't think he's he's a pacifist. He's I, well, I don't think he's not a pacifist necessarily because that's Smokey. Yeah, Smokey's the pacifist, and that was one of the like he has problems other than being a pacifist. But the dude is just. The dude. I mean, he's he's not aggressive at all. He's just That's abiding. He shouted at that man and pulled him out of his car. That's not not aggressive. That man was following him. To be fair, I think the dude just every wanted to know once what was in a going. while you have to. And Minnesota's version of passive aggressive is not very aggressive. It's mostly <laughs> passive. <laughs> it's, that's true. I mean. He's not, like, overly snarky, like, in a way of, like, paying false compliments, though, or... Like, he seems to speak his mind pretty frequently. It's just always very stoned or <laughs> a little bit out there um, for it. That's, that's great, but... God, I fucking love this movie, though, uh, a ton. I just, I just find it... I think it is for me the most quotable movie of all time. Like I think, I mean, besides having it for the most part memorized, I think every line in a way is like everything works and makes sense and nothing like no words are wasted at all. Do you think Kahlua's sales went up in price after this movie? I'm almost, I don't, well, maybe. I don't remember. If it wasn't was, a big box office hit. It was more no. of a cult hit. I, I think it has more. That would be um, a fun fact to look up. I'm going to look it up. Um. Yeah, I don't remember even being, like, critically beloved necessarily, but. It wasn't. Um, I watched the making of The Big Lebowski this week. Oh, cool. Well. I didn't even know. That. Now I have to watch that because I don't think I've seen it. It's on that. YouTube. Um, no, it's I mean. It's great to watch those two introverted boys try to talk about their movie. Joel and Ethan, yeah. Uh, it is, you know who isn't in this movie? Frances McDormand. Yeah, it's like her one Coen Brothers movie she's not in. I know. Strong absence from her. I don't, I, maybe they wanted her for the. Because she makes perfect sense as uh, Maud. Maybe. I could see Frances McDormand doing that and doing that. As just uh, Julianne Moore does a fantastic job as Maud, though. Especially with her delivery of vagina. So apparently during an event called the Lebowski Fest that took place yeah. at the bowling alley... Um, Milk, Kahlua, Milk and Kalua sold out within a one mile radius of the bowling alley. <laughs> That's it. That's the fun fact. Unsurprising there. I mean, probably popularized the white white Russians are very simple to make. It's three ingredients. <laughs> the opening of the movie is the dude just trying to buy half and half 
and paying with a fucking checkbook to buy to buy it to make a white Russian for I think sixty eight cents or something. Like 68, it was sixty nine cents. Nice. As we learned that the uh, as George H W Bush claims that this aggression against Kuwait will not stand. Man. Man. Well, that the dude adds that later. I think that's that's another really cool. This that the dude aggression will not, not stand, stand, man. man. <laughs> the rug pissers did not do this. This is not the work of the rug pissers. God, it's so fucking good. Like it's hard to describe in a way. I I find it It's a movie about nothing. No, it's it's very much about the dude. Like it's not about nothing. It's it's But a, like the plot doesn't matter. The plot could be interchanged with anything. And truthfully, it doesn't even really feel like it's about the dude. We really don't know anything about the dude other no. than he likes white Russians. And bowling. And bowling. And bowling. That's <laughs> and his rug and weed. <laughs> See, we know a lot about him though. He's attached to his rug, he's behind on his rent, but he's very nice because his landlord comes by and it's like I'm putting on my my cycles, you know, the seasons. I missed that. <laughs> Far out. Um, dance quintet. Yeah, the whole Where he dancing. performs all five parts. <laughs> 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 yes, that was his landlord who in, very kindly invited the dude. That's why to they go. were there. And then I also reminded him it was the 10th of the month. Yeah, it's just like, by the way, you know, just <laughs> slide it under my door. <laughs> I think, you know, I think the plot is very, it's a, it reminds me a lot of uh, a noir film. And like, it's, after seeing it so many times, sort of, not even a parody though. It's just that the dude is just like the world's worst private investigator. Like that's Not according to that one guy. Well, that's what's funny though. It's like, he's not intending to be a private investigator, but he like goes, he's just like pushed beyond and he's involved with all these powerful people. And he just wanted to get a rug. He wanted to be (laughs) the whole driving, you know, narrative of the film is the dude's rug got peed on because they thought he was the rich Lebowski and he wanted either money or a new rug from the rich Lebowski. He thought that was fair. I agree. And then he ends up, throwing Walter's underwear out of sorry Walter ends up throwing Walter's underwear out of a moving vehicle and diving out of so I actually I have a question sure is um so I got a little confused and couldn't tell who was lying and who was truthing about <laughs> whether or not the rich Lebowski actually was rich or if it was Bunny that was rich no it's <laughs> Julianne Moore. So if we can, let's break this down. At some point in the movie, Bunny, the rich Mr. Lebowski's wife, leaves to go visit her friends. She's not rich, though. But at the time, we think Mr. Lebowski is rich. Also, side question during this. Is Bunny okay. 18? We'll assume so. <laughs> we'll hope so. <laughs> well, she was... Um, Yes, I, I yeah, I assume she's eighteen. Maybe she ran off right after she graduated high school. Very okay. early, I believe, a very early film for Tara Reid. Yes, is, <laughs> maybe her first too. Anyway, Bunny leaves to go visit friends and doesn't tell anyone. But 
the nihilists apparently know this and pretend to have kidnapped her and demand ransom money from Mr. Lebowski. Now, Mr. Lebowski wants to get rid of Bunny or doesn't care about her anymore, steals money from his, like, fund that he runs with his daughter, Maud. He takes a million dollars, claims it's for the ransom, and ends up keeping it. Then he sends Lebowski off to pin the crime of, like, giving him the money um, to give to the kidnappers, quote-unquote. But then the dude, now the dude is all entangled in this till he finds out from Maude that no, Lebowski, Mr. Lebowski is not rich. His daughter Maude is very rich and she gives Mr. Lebowski all his money. So he can just like perform as being this very wealthy, um, handicapped entrepreneur and call everyone else a bum, even though he apparently doesn't do anything, and his daughter is a very wealthy artist. But I, I thought I remembered a, a scene where Maud said that it's, she said it's not father's money, it's mother's money. And I think she died and left it all to Maud. So Bunny wasn't Maud's mother. No, that's that's why the dude jokes that he's like that. I'm sorry, your stepmother. <laughs> I can't find her or whatever. Oh, okay. And Maude makes like a joke of like, oh, don't call her my mother. So, so go. rest in peace, Maude's actual mom. She was the rich one. Yes, That's the way I've always interpreted it. I think then- Maude is fairly successful too, though. Well, yeah, she's an artist. And I think she took over the (laughs) place on the board of whatever. Right. Um, Because Maude could afford to buy her mother that rug that had sentimental value. So I think they were close um, and are both independently wealthy and Mr. Lebowski is not. Okay. I I track. I follow now. Thank you for... Maude's entrance in this movie... (laughs) (laughs) it's the greatest i think it might be the best movie entrance i've ever (laughs) seen now yes the one the one of her flying in is pretty great because before you just get like the quick flash to her as the dude opens his eyes and gets punched and she takes back her rug Oh yeah, no, I don't. I, I wasn't talking about that one. <laughs> no, but the actual one of her the landing. flying paintress. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nude in this harness. Well, she doesn't want to get her clothes dirty. No, but then, <laughs> then she's got to you know walk up. Is my my art has been described as very vaginal. The word itself makes some men uncomfortable. Vagina. It's God. But it's, then she later calls it a beaver. The beaver. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, because she calls a lot of things, like how men might refer to their dick or rod or Johnson. <laughs> Johnson? Johnson. The dude's reaction to her, like, three, I think three different times. He just ends up, like, repeating things back to her in a confused way. That's <laughs> great. Because he can't, like, keep no, up with this. When she said beaver, he was like, beaver? What? No, Vagina? well, he's like, yeah, beaver? <laughs> 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I know. <laughs> he's fine saying it. Which is maybe why she likes him, is because he's clearly just like confused. But, um, that's another oh god i think that's actually because I'll, i don't know there are a lot of jokes in it but the one like real jokey joke is when maude is trying to get him to watch the porno <laughs> and she turns it off and just goes you can imagine what goes on from here and the dude just goes he fixes the cable So in a way that's like I honestly can't tell if that's if the dude's being serious or if he's just like, doesn't care or it's it's so good. Yeah. It was better this time when I watched it and I don't know that's how it was for me. The first time I was like, yeah, okay, that was fine. And then the second time I was like, okay. I'm starting to see it. And then each time I watch it, it just gets better, I think, because you pick up on more stuff. Okay. It's so late. Like, when Maude's introduced, you can see on the wall, like, her huge painting of a pair of scissors. Oh, morph suits are what they're called, Jen. Mm-hmm. That was another one of my favorite scenes. Because <laughs> oh, the- can you imagine putting on a red morph suit and then having, like, this enormous foam scissors? <laughs> I mean, to just, like, dance and open and close the scissors. And then I just imagine, like, in between shoots or whatever, they're just, like, pl- pretending they're swords or something and just hitting each other with them in between. Absolutely. <laughs> if they're not, they're doing it wrong. Yeah. Flea probably. God, that just... The movie is also just gorgeous. Like, it's shot so well and framed. So, like, everything in it looks perfect. The dude's apartment is like, yes... This is what it looks like. But then that whole dream sequence with like fucking Saddam Hussein giving him bowling shoes <laughs> as he dances with Valkyrie Maud. It's just like spinning down a fake bowling lane is so good. They said when they were making that, they were just trying to imagine everything they think the dude would think was sexy. And I like how it all incorporated bowling. <laughs> well, yeah. Because <laughs> even when. Even when he's super pissed at Walter, he's still going to go to practice. Mm-hmm. He's just like, shut the fuck up and leave me the fuck alone. Yes, I'll see Yeah, you I'll be at practice. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and that's the only time Walter is ever actually mad at him. Is when he yeah. says, fuck the tournament. Fuck, like, fuck the <laughs> fuck tournament or whatever. Like, oh, I can see you don't want to be cheered up, right? <laughs> like, it's not... No, oh god, I have to do this justice because he goes, fuck you and fuck the tournament, Walter. And Walter goes, oh, fuck the tournament? Not that he's mad that he said, fuck you, no, fuck you, Walter. It's the tournament. Oh, because that's probably like an hourly occurrence. (laughs) He probably says, fuck you, Walter, all the time. There are so many 
this is, you know, when God shows up and asks the dude why he's cursing so much. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you do you do curse a lot in this movie, guys. Especially when at it came out, Poor Donnie. I don't know. I don't know if it's still true to this day, but when it came out, it was the movie with the most curse words in it. I be- I believe that, and I think I mean South Park probably overtook that because I think that also had oh, that yeah, the, distinction. The, yeah, the South Park movie. They had the counter going for how many right. curse words they did. Right. So I think because they intentionally probably set out to break the record. Yeah. But there's a lot of a lot of cussing in this so, movie. As of 2014, The Wolf of Wall Street currently holds the record. An average <laughs> an average of 2.81 times per minute. <laughs> that makes a lot. Yeah. Of, I mean, it's a Cooked long up movie. Wall Streeters, too. yeah. Yeah. yeah, this movie wasn't even two hours. Yeah, so it's the it goes The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, wow. The Big Lebowski isn't even on this list. What is this list? I mean, it probably... This is a 98, so, I mean... Yeah, yeah so it goes... 22 years worth of movies. The Wolf of Wall Street, that new movie that recently came out, Uncut Gems. Oh, um, is second. Jane Silent Bob's fourth. Straight out of Compton. Summer. Of, oh, number ten. Beavis and Butthead do America. <laughs> well, yeah, I think all of these came out after Big Lebowski. I don't know about Beavis and Butthead. This might be per I think, minute. I think Beavis and Butthead came out in like ninety nine or two thousand. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it tells me. Hold on. It had the years on them. The oldest one was ninety five. Oh no, it's ninety six. Yeah, so and maybe and this then, is like per minute or something, but yeah, they never said it was for certain, but they thought they were close. Or it could have been different swear words, but yeah, there's there's certainly quite a bit of cussing in this short Can I, movie. Side note, just because what I googled made this article come up. May 14th, 2020, Jonah Hill humbled to surpass Samuel L. Jackson with the most swear words on film. <laughs> I would be afraid if Jackson didn't come after him. It's a good thing Jonah Hill said he's not acting really anymore. Sam Jackson has a chance to take that back. <laughs> what's, he, what's he doing instead? He's like directing and producing. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Said he didn't like all of the attention and judgment that fell upon him as an actor. And he much prefers making movies. He said he never even really wanted to be an actor. He just kind of fell into it. He more wanted to write and direct and stuff. Did you know he went to CU Boulder for a year? I did not. He got kicked out because he didn't go to class. (laughs) (laughs) That that happens uh, occasionally. Well, and then he went and was Justin Long's roommate. I mean, I only recently found out that the dude is based on a real human being. Yes, <laughs> uh, they talked about that, and they met when they were filming or before filming. Yeah, I think it was during. Would have been Blood Simple, probably. 
so just the character the dude and like how he is i'm assuming not this this particular story not yeah. not this story <laughs> but yeah like the dude the himself character okay based on a guy named jeff dowd who was a a film producer and a like an activist that he was an actual member of the seattle seven <laughs> um i don't even know what the seattle seven are I don't either. It was an anti-Vietnam organization. And they they went to jail. So the Seattle Seven were members of an anti-Vietnam organization that that went to jail for, like, I think it was because they were trying to entice a riot or that's what they were charged with. Sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) So is that why they had Walter's character be a vet of Nob? I mean, it, be it could be. It. It's also how the dude can just quote Vladimir Lenin off the top of his head, apparently. I did think, I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like this was, and, and his nickname was the dude. So I think it's like, like the character is is so much of the story, uh, as well as just sort of learning who the dude is and getting to see. Um, I want he, like a I want a. I'm forgetting the word. Preamble is the only thing coming to my head right now, but a, a sequel that's before, yeah. Prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Keep this. This this stays in. Of Jen. course it does. Of course it does. But I want a prequel of how. The dude and Walter met and became friends. Are they like childhood friends? Did they meet after the war? I bet they went bowling. Um, yeah, I would but like imagine. at what time? You know, was uh, it like a high school gym class? Because my mom took bowling in high school. Oh, I can just I see know. them. Like, well, I think they're adults. They, they have like the relationship of people that have known each other forever. That's especially true. with their completely opposite personalities. <laughs> they're kind of like almost like sibling yeah relationship. yeah uh-huh. i want to yeah, know I more mean... about that and then whenever donnie got roped in mm-hmm. oh poor sweet donnie i don't know if you heard me when i was telling taylor though but there's like a theory out there that donnie's not real donnie is in walter's imagination he's like a friend from the war who died because there's only like one time in the movie where the dude actually talks to donnie Otherwise, it's always just Walter and Donnie talking. Well, it's also always Walter just being like... Shut up, Donnie. Yeah. Fuck you, Donnie. You're out of your element, Donnie. You're out of your element, Donnie. (laughs) I like that theory. I don't think it... But then the um, idiot kind of throws it out the window. Yeah, when when Donnie's on the ground... Right, yeah. and the spreading of the ashes doesn't really... Or maybe or maybe the dude was just going along with it. Like, alright, your friend in quotes died. I still think <laughs> like Donnie being on the ground having a heart attack and the dude like reacting to it is pretty... Maybe he was reacting to Walter like, what the fuck's going on? You okay, man? <laughs> as, like, like, no, as, what, as, like, as like what, Walter's holding a I, I think it's real because I also think... It's a fun theory, though. It's fun, but at the end, I actually find it very poignant at the end after, like, when yeah. they're hugging. Yeah, you get to see how 
they all really cared for each other. Despite fighting all the time. Yeah. Like, Walter's just, like, all he can say is sorry, and the dude is, like, almost crying, <laughs> like, hitting Walter. It's my two personalities making up. <laughs> exactly. It's Jen every night before bed. Yeah, yeah we did. Because this this is our personal theory, is that, uh, Jen, you are a combination in some ways of both Walter and the dude. Yeah. Which That's is... Fair. Makes sense, except that makes me Donnie. <laughs> I don't bowl that well. Well, we just got to get into it. You know? Yeah, sounds to me like you guys need to join I a bowling, love bowling. <laughs> right. I'm a really <laughs> shitty bowler, but I love bowling. As we get, yeah, you, you just repeatedly tell me to shut the fuck up as I confuse which lead in you're talking about. <laughs> Keep repeating, I am the walrus. That's an, oh God, just the whole. Donnie, you're like a child that wandered in the middle of a movie and wants everything explained to them. Oh, God. It's so, so good. It's like, I don't, I, it's it, because the plot's fairly simple. It's just like the dude gets involved with. Like, it's a little confusing. There are a lot of people to keep track of. Yeah, in there. I think they he so I sort think of that's sums why it takes it a few watches before you can truly appreciate the comedy because the first few times you're just trying to keep track of okay, which group of baddies is this? Mm-hmm. Right, who's so, Jackie? What? How is Jackie treated? Like everything's yeah. planted early and sort of pays off in weird yeah, ways. Yeah, but it's still a lot later. of stuff you have to try to keep track of. I think that's what made it so enjoyable when he was like joking around and being like trying to like talk his way out of stuff and being like, this is a really like twisted thing, man. Like it's really <laughs> tangled up. And you're like, yeah, yep, it of, is though. <laughs> look, dude, there's a lot of threads in dude's head right now. And it's just trying to keep all these people straight. Yeah. He's <laughs> just like, and he's so good when he's telling Mr. Lebowski and poor Brant, she's like, you ever thought that bunny kidnapped herself? And they hand him a, like a cut off toe. And then that just cuts to him and Walter in a cafe. And Walter's first reaction is like, it's not her toe. Yeah. <laughs> I can get you toe. I can get you toe by 3 p.m. with nail polish. <laughs> like, which you probably could. Like, it's just. Just got to go to uh, Morgan, pay a guy. I also. When Walter drops the Uzi. He's <laughs> <laughs> falling out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> You think his the dude's poor car also has its own like the arc of that car is so brilliant because it already starts off as a piece of shit car. I'm glad it got to have a piece in each Fight. story <laughs> arc. Yeah, right, I don't know. Exactly. Like the dude's car needs to be damaged, like almost to the point of being undrivable before the nihilists set it the fuck on fire. No, I made it home. Talking to you at home. (laughs) Walter's worried. Um, I also like his Jewish character story. Three thousand beautiful, yeah, three thousand years beautiful tradition from Moses to Sandy Koufax. You fucking bet. You're not Jewish. You're Polish Catholic. (laughs) You know I converted when I married Cynthia. You divorced. (laughs) Yeah, and you divorced five years ago. (laughs) Gotta quit living in the past. God damn right I'm living in the past. <laughs> so, um, weirdly, yeah, there's a lot of like, 
I'm a hundred percent certain if I was to put like the big Lebowski into our, like where I would go to look for articles or something, I would find something of like the big Lebowski and religious imagery or something. <laughs> oh, because certainly. you have, well, because you have Walter who's ex- like Jewish in quotes, let's say, but you also have God sort of. Yeah. Just sort of like shows up in the movie talks to the audience like it's his story that he's telling you but then he's also talking to the dude and at the end literally speaks to the camera like that's the last thing it's just him telling What's everyone his name again in the I'm movie or not the... at the whole movie no the actor oh it's um sam elliott yes he has i'd love to have his voice for a day and his mustache <laughs> <laughs> i just love to have him for a day it's very, the mustache is impressive. <laughs> what would you do if you were him for a day? Just like record yourself saying soothing things to yourself? Probably. Like Jen, <laughs> Jen pep talks? Yeah. Like, or like, just like, yeah, like, um, like just famous quotes or something. <laughs> Inspirational things. You are kind. You are smart. You are beautiful. And then I just go stare at myself in a mirror and wiggle my mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're just so, there's just so much in it. Like, this is a rare, I normally don't generally push things on. Like, if I really enjoy something and then I find out someone hasn't seen it, I'm like, well, if this is what it's about, if that sounds up your alley, watch it. The Big Lebowski is a thing. Like, if someone tells you, oh, I haven't seen The Big Lebowski, that's something where I'm like, oh, man, let's watch that together. Like, probably I wanna... how we made Brooke watch it the first time. <laughs> I'm fairly certain. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I'm, like, this would be one thing for me where I would I would take a stance and be like, Brooke, I, I want you to watch this. this. Because yeah. I think what happened was I think when you made those um, <sighs> white Russian... Shots? I yeah, I don't. They're like they were like frosties, but they yeah, they were white yeah. Russian pudding shots at yes. the Halloween party or Christmas when, party. Because I think Holiday when you made those, you were like, yeah, you know, like white Russians from like the Big Lebowski, and I was like, what's that? And <laughs> you were livid, and then and you <laughs> watch it. <laughs> right, because by that point, I had made Jen watch it multiple times, or we watched it dozens times. of times. Yeah. <laughs> um. This used to be because I was like, it's it's weird how you're just sort of indoctrinated into this movie. Like, I feel like it's always someone who really loves it because, like, my uh, uncle, Uncle Brent, was a huge like fan of the movie, and I remember he used to have his old Gateway desktop. He had like the movie poster as a back, like a background on the computer. Gateway, and I know. <laughs> This is old. This is an old uh, memory. But he had that as his background. But he also had like all of the like the sound. Like if you got an error message, I think it was like "fuck off, Donnie" or "fuck you, Donnie." Um, when something was low, like it just like the dude abides when it booted up or shut down. Oh, that's good. Um, and he had that background for so long that it burned in. To the computer monitor like an old CRTV if you let it sit on an image too long it would burn in <laughs> um, 
gateway computer, <laughs> screen burning on an old monitor. Sounds like the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. But again, if <laughs> if I had them, you know, who knows? I probably would have had something like that burned into my monitor. Um, it's just so good, though. It's hard to... Like yeah, because it is very complicated. It it's it's not something that's like very easily to like oh just summarize the whole plot because it's like okay there's like here's the list of characters. It's almost like a play. <laughs> like here's the bill, right? Like, here are the characters. Here's who they are. The brief description. This the other is thing. The plot. The other thing about this movie is I think if I read this description independently, like if I were just scrolling through Netflix trying to find something to watch, it sounds stupid. It, I would be like, I'm ne- I would never pick it. It's so <laughs> fucking lame. <laughs> Who made Guy's this? pissed what? about someone pissing on his rug. Yeah. Okay. Why, why do I care? You know. <laughs> right. I mean, like that that short, you know, the thing I read, right? Where it's just like, the dude, a Los Angeles slacker and an avid bowler. His rug gets peed on, right? <laughs> and he tries to get a new rug from a different Jeffrey Lebowski. <laughs> It's good they put out Fargo already, because otherwise they would have just been laughed out of studios. I th- yeah, Fargo Fargo definitely um, I think helped to to sell it. They had a couple. Uh, Raising Arizona was also yeah, that was their loved. theory of why this movie didn't do so well with critics and audiences. Though was because Fargo had just come out. So then this was like the follow-up to Fargo and people were like, what? Well, it's like, <laughs> that's that's sort of strange to me because it's, I, I guess, I, I think I've heard before that they tend to alternate like dark comedy with something lighter. Um, with each, like Raising Arizona's fairly But light. maybe that, that trend hadn't been set yet though, because they were still pretty new. Right, and then after this, they go and make Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, which everyone fucking loved because it used, like, the sepia tone filters and... And George Clooney. And George Clooney, and was also extremely funny. Um, but, I oh, mean, they're whole... Better. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> not... That's, like, my favorite line from that movie. That's Monty Python. Sorry. I always <laughs> get them mixed up, and I don't know why. <laughs> Well, Same, because that scene, similar story. That that's the setup for that Monty Python gag is something that sort of happens in yeah. the art thou. Where the sirens turned him into a horny toad. I got better. <laughs> well, no, because he sees him in the movie theater. It's just now we're talking about Oh Brother Art Thou. It's just not. <laughs> Brooke, I don't know if you've seen that, but I haven't. We watched um, it in one of my English classes in college. Huh. It's pretty good. Good music, too. Very good music. Uh, it, it's I think that one works maybe a little better because it's just the Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I guess the Odyssey set in the American South. Um, and a Ku Klux Klan member gets killed by a fucking flag used as a javelin. It's great. <laughs> or almost, and then the burning cross falls on him. <laughs> There's just so God. I, Poetic I, I, justice. Yeah, I don't know if there's a Coen Brothers movie that I don't like a whole. You didn't really care for the men who stare at goats. That's not them. 
It's not? No. They did Burn After Reading. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't and really I care like, for that one. I like it. It's not... Um, it's like your least favorite. I would say... Actually, I would say something like Inside Lou and Davis, because that one's so serious. Um, it's still very... Like, it's very funny, and it has also has, like, all of their movies. Like, I always think of them with Tarantino in a weird way because their movies have such good music. Like there's, you have the Credence in this and the Kenny Rogers. Um, You have a fucking Spanish flamenco cover of hotel California to introduce Jesus. (laughs) Eight year olds, dude. (laughs) Just the whole thing. Um, I just like whenever anyone talks about them because it allows me to drop that. Hey, I'm just one degree of separation from them. That's true because Vicky did the costumes for something, right? Yeah. For my aunt, she does like costumes and wardrobes for TVs and movie. Well, mostly commercials now that she has a kid. So she likes to stay in Minnesota, but yeah, she knew the, she's worked with the Coen brothers. That's pretty cool. Yeah. She met bag. Charlize Theron. No. <gasps> Said she's kind of mean. I bet. <laughs> she was, uh, I think she uh, auditioned to play Bunny. Oh. In the she could have. I mean, Tara Reed, the person, has her own weird arc. <laughs> but this is. It's weird to see her in this movie before all that. Go like, oh yeah, Tara Reid. But yeah, I mean, they did this and then... Tara Reid has 21 upcoming projects on IMDb. Yeah, that makes... (laughs) That makes sense. No, she started (laughs) acting in 87, so it wasn't her first thing. But I guess it was like her first big, big movie. Probably put her on the scene. Wow, she looks very different now. I mean, obviously, she was like, what? She's had a lot of plastic surgery, too. 20 in this movie? Probably. When did this movie come out? 98. She was 22, 23. Yeah. I also went to go see what else she's done. I can't remember, like... Obviously, American Pie, I know her from that, but I think that might be it. I think I knew her best from Van Wilder. Oh, and my boss's daughter. I did not know that she's apparently in every Sharknado movie. She's, yeah, she's like making bank on all those quote unquote bad horror movies now. Yeah, she's in a lot of stuff. A lot of movies about sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Sharknado ones. <laughs> she really and likes sharks. Shark Shock she was in. <laughs> oh no, it's not called Shark Shock. It's called Trailer Park Shark. <laughs> so after we're done with our 200 essential movies, I say we work through the discography of Tara Reid. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Um, did you know that there was a three-minute short called The Big Lebowski 2? Yeah, because the guy, 
Totoro has been trying to make a sequel. He did eventually make one based on his character. I think it's on Amazon. Oh. I was never... I haven't seen it. I was also, like, very... I haven't seen it. It never had the support of the Coen brothers. This is the description on IMDb. A fake trailer about a remake of The Big Lebowski, only this time Tara Reid is playing all the parts. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. I'd watch that. A whole movie of The Big Lebowski of Tara Reid playing all the parts. I I still want a prequel, and then I want a sequel with The Little Lebowski. Oh, yeah. Because sure. he's all grown up now. And I don't. Big Lebowski's not going to be a part of his life, so who knows how he's going to be. He might be. He might step up. Because she doesn't want Julianne him to. Moore's not... his special lady friend. Yeah, but Julianne Moore was specifically picked him because she doesn't want a father in life, if you recall. But maybe he might try. Or it could be like after the kid's all grown and he goes out to seek his father. See, I think that would be much funnier of like growing up that with a very funny. like artsy, like yeah. you're growing up with Maud and um, rich, wealthy, very eclectic <laughs> woman. Yeah, and then he, and go then he goes to find his dad, slacker, <laughs> stoner father, <laughs> who's unemployed and also has no money and only likes to bull. Yeah, AKHN. <laughs> yeah. It's very, like, the money's so, like, it's sort of played off that, like, he takes the jobs in part because he needs rent money. Yeah. But he's also never, like, no one in the movie's ever worried about. No. It's it's Which is sort of great to me. It's like, it's not like, oh, man, I really need this money or I'm not going to be able to pay my rent. It's just yeah. like. Or sorry, dudes... I can't do this weird heist with you. I have to go to work. Yeah, the dude and everyone's <laughs> just like, Walter shows up. In a suit? I always wondered if there was, like, what's the setup for Walter showing up in the theater in a fucking suit? <laughs> I guess he puts that on to look more professional when they go and try to shake down the kid. <laughs> yeah, be there trying to pretend to be lawyers. I, that was pretty funny, too. Is this your homework? What was his name, Lucas? <laughs> Larry. 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 Larry, is this your homework, Larry? Is this, is this your homework, Larry? Larry, is, is this your homework? No, it's homework. fucking homework, Walter. <laughs> Where's the fucking money? Where is this your homework, Larry? Um, this is what you get when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Yeah. I can't. Okay, I love that. I can't remember what it's called, but when they cut movies for TV and they have to get rid of all the swear words, I can, there's yeah. a specific term for when they overdub the lines like that. But one cut of The Big Lebowski I saw replaced. Um, this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass with this is what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. And it's the dumbest. It's just like, what the fuck are you? What is that even? It's almost funnier. Like, I was laughing. We were so talking hard. about that. I can't remember if it was. It must have been. There was like some reunion. They got Jeff Bridges and the other two. Steve Buscemi and John Goodman together to talk about it like 20 years later. And they were talking about how much fun they had when they had to go in and record those lines for TV and how they were just (laughs) thinking of like the most ridiculous things they could to fill those spots. (laughs) That's so good though. Like John Goodman fucking nailed it because you can't like, this isn't a thing. That's what's, it's even weird that it was on TV because you can imagine the poor fucking sap had to be like, what do we need to change? Oh, every other word? Okay. Yeah, exactly. 
Like, how do you introduce Maude flying naked down a zip line, throwing paint on what looks like a weird Da Vinci angel board thing? I feel like if I hadn't seen this movie as is, and then only saw the TV version, <laughs> I would just be really confused. <laughs> yeah. It would be like, yeah, it would be very I'd be like, what do you mean when you meet a man in the Alps? What? <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, alright. I won't go to the Alps, then. <laughs> or at least if you do, don't meet any strangers there. Yeah, don't don't talk to any men. Um, They'll come I fuck do- up your car later. <laughs> I also love that Donnie is basically, like, the exact opposite of a character as what Steve Buscemi played in Fargo. Because I his don't character, Fargo at all. oh, because he's one of the kidnapper or like, like robber people. Remember, who's trying to help? No, um, I literally so, don't remember anything about Fargo. I don't okay, know the so, plot. So Steve Buscemi and Fargo, basically, his character is that he interrupts everyone and doesn't pay attention at all, or like he's just constantly interrupting people. Um. And he's not, he doesn't like pay attention a whole lot. Whereas Donnie pays sort of attention. <laughs> like, like Donnie he, to me is like a representation of the audience. Yeah. If you watch him, he's making the same expressions. So you're like, what? Especially at the beginning. Oh God, at the beginning, he's like, they peed on your rug, dude. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> they don't want to explain it to him. Yeah. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Donnie Donnie goes and bowls and comes back and the dude and Walter are just talking about some like obscure random shit and he's just like, "Wait, what's going on?" <laughs> Well, what'd you guys get up to this week? No, no, no. Uh, 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 what? What would you rate this movie, Jen? Oh, sorry. Five out of five. I also oh. would give it a five out of five. <laughs> I I can't give it a five. I can't give it a perfect <laughs> score. I'll give it a four. It. I wouldn't say it's like it's 100% essential. Yeah. <laughs> it's good and it's funny and I enjoyed it more than I was predicting. But it didn't feel like if I wouldn't have seen it, my life wouldn't change at all. So, But now you can just throw those quotes out easily. Yeah, at least now I'll understand some references more when I'm you know, existing in the world with other people again. I mean, it's just or also like... Every time somebody says something you don't like, you're just like, well, that's just like your opinion, your man. Opinion, man. <laughs> just it's, like that. Yeah. It's just so cool. Like, I... Easily, like, top comedies of all time. I think probably easily best of the 90s. Um, depending well, that's if you just, cons- like, your opinion, man. <laughs> I can't think of something from the 90s that was, like, me that either. makes me laugh more than this movie. Um, I, I don't know. It's also just so... I don't know. 
I think Baby Geniuses came out in the 90s. Oh my god, no. no that's <laughs> just a nightmare. Um, but there's so much about, like, it's per- like to me, it's perfectly structured. Like, the, and nothing is ever wasted. Like, like, there's no line of dialogue that you feel like, did you really need that? I will say of all of the two-hour movies that we watch, and we have watched so far, which is, like, all of them almost. <laughs> this is the feel only- like it. Yeah, I didn't feel like, oh, okay. Right, you know? you're, it's never bogged down. Like, you're constantly, like, the plot is literally constantly advancing. Yeah, you've got the good three acts. Um, I looked up a list. There are some pretty good comedies from the 90s. What ones? You've got, like, um, the first American Pie movie. Mm. You've got... But see, American Pie isn't one you can really rewatch today. It doesn't stand the test of time. No, I haven't tried to watch it. I think I rewatched all of them, like, last year or two years ago. I was like, woof. (laughs) Like, if you tried to make this today... No. Be a no-go? No, not at all. <laughs> Mask, that was a good, funny movie. Oh, yeah, the Jim Carrey ones. Mm-hmm. Happy Gilmore, Mrs. Doubtfire, Ace Ventura, Forrest See, Gump, Dumb and Dumber. Maybe it's, like a good, maybe it's like a good adult comedy. You know, like, you can put the mask in front of a 9 to 12-year-old, and they're going to laugh their heads off, but if you put this in front of them, they're going to be bored. That's your Wayne's World. I mean, those are all good. I the Big Lebowski to me is like everything is so funny, and it looks. That's another thing. The movie looks so fucking good. Like the movie itself is gorgeous. To just, I mean, I'll say this though: they make a bowling alley look like, like incredible. Like it's a bowling alley, but. To your credit, Taylor, you did laugh pretty much the whole time we were watching the movie. Yeah. Because it's so... It's, I can... I think you laughed. Jen and I laughed. My, our laughter combined times, like, seven. That's <laughs> how much you laughed. It's... I think it, it... Maybe it does have to do with... I really hate... Like, I don't hate it, but I, I agree with you both that I think I appreciate it a lot more on more watches. But after yeah, it certain, gets better every time you watch it. After a certain number, I can just sort of like, like the setups to everything, and now I know the payoffs too. So it's just like it's also like in transit funny to be like, you say this now, <laughs> um, but to know what's coming, it's it's also good to just see like, I don't want to say like they're all are they all a-list actors they're all like incredible actors but there's no like i think they are now they are now they were at the time even at the time i mean jeff bridges john goodman um but they're like no one there is like like movie star let's say there aren't really any movie stars in it it's it feels very grounded in that way john goodman had all of the roseanne before this so he was very well known i mean he was well known but i also don't like he isn't like George Clooney in the later yeah. ones or Brad Pitt, right? Yeah. Like he's not a Leonardo DiCaprio or someone that's like, this is the person that sells like the name alone will sell this movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, Did Julianne not- Moore get up to anything before this movie? Cause she's a pretty big actress as well. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, what was she in before this? 
she yeah she was in stuff before this um but what would be boogie nights in 97 was probably the sort of the biggest one she was in safe so i think she's maybe just getting started. shortcuts okay also kind of a big entry point for her she's in the fugitive benny and june but I don't know her roles in those. So maybe she was just supporting. I mean, Fugitive was, I mean, I can't. Yeah. Um, she's in one of the Jurassic Parks. I remember. I think the second one. The Lost World. I think that was the second one. Um, she eventually replaces, um, what's her name is Clarice in the Hannibal Lecter, the original Hannibal Lecter movies. Um, but yeah, there's not, I mean, again, everyone in this movie is a fine actor and actress, like very, very good. Um, but no one on it screams movie star. And even when they put a movie star in it, like George Clooney is in um, Oh Brother Art Thou, their next movie. And he's just like an idiot. <laughs> like every George Clooney role in every Coen Brothers film is he's just like a pomade. My, I need my dapper tan, man. <laughs> He's just, yeah, he's just like a vain sort of like idiot in most of these movies. And it's, it plays against type in a weird way. Um, but yeah, I would like, I, I think this is more than just being a comedy. It's, it's, it's to me in a way, like a perfect movie for what it sets out to do. It's, it, I could, if I wanted to, I'm sure I could go through and be nitpicky and find faults, but I really don't want to. Um, it it just I think it looks and the soundtrack, the performances, the script, the like pacing, and structure of everything are like perfect for a two hour movie. You all right there, Jen? Yep. Just burped up some drink. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need more? No. Okay. All right, Jen, now you can go ahead. What'd you get up to this week? (laughs) Well, you'll be excited. I did watch some stuff this week. Did you watch that video I sent you, or did you just trash it? I haven't trashed it. (laughs) I also haven't watched it, though, so... That would have been good to talk about with Taylor. It's (laughs) one of his favorite videos. Oh, you know, next week... But Taylor won't be here next week. He can no. pop in for that. What what video? How to Speak Minnesotan. Oh, the, the PBS yeah. documentary thing? Yeah. Oh, that's... That's something, Brooke. It's, it's pretty great. I can't wait. I miss um, it. So we watched... We're like, um, we have like three episodes left of Mrs. America... Um, which is that show about the ERA with Kate Blanchett and Sarah Paulson and a lot of a lot of actresses, and that's, it's phenomenal so far. That's the um, like the anti women suffrage. Like, is that the FX show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So the the Equal Rights Amendment and then the group that stood against it and that story, I guess. And then there's, I mean, there's obviously some stuff they added for TV sake, but. Sure. Um, we also watched 
two movies. One is called The Assistant. I watched that last week. Did you? Or two weeks ago. With Julia Garner? Yeah. Yeah. What very you triggering. Yeah. I was so... I knew, right, like, what it was going to be about and that it was going to be dark and heavy. I was... I guess part of me was hoping that they would, like, dramatize it and give her a redemption arc or something. Um, As someone no, who's had an assistant position for several years at different offices, I was just, like, watching the whole movie. I was like, yep, 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 yep. Been in all those situations. Yeah, no, it seemed uh, totally real, and I think that that was important an important way to tell that story. Yeah. Fucking sucks. Yeah. And then we watched Shirley with Elizabeth Elizabeth Moss. Mm, yeah. About um, the author Shirley Jackson, the horror author. Ooh, that was a really good one. Yeah. Highly recommend. So the trailer doesn't surprisingly unlike all trailers today the trailer doesn't give really anything about what the movie is about away (laughs) so we kind of knew okay this looks thrilling it looks good i can't totally tell what it's about and then we watched it and it was phenomenal we enjoyed it a lot so watch it um and then i you know i beat luigi's mansion um how was that? The three? Mm-hmm. Yep. I liked it, but I have a lot of nostalgia for those games. Did you play I, with Mara? No. I played it by myself. But I think that the co-op could be pretty fun. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, we didn't really play. We, didn't, we, we never had Luigi's Mansion, but I saw this one had co-op and it looked real. Like, it, it does look pretty fun uh, and yeah. functional. So I was thinking for a while there of maybe picking it up and seeing if it was something Jen might want to do. But I think if you can get it for, like, half off or something, for sure. I don't know that it was worth the $60 chunk of change that I dropped on it. Okay. I think one thing that was surprising was that the the boss fights were genuinely really creative and a little bit challenging which is hard to find in 2020 because we've had every kind of boss at this point so that was fun you just turn into a puzzle of like work yeah work it like turn like a like a puzzle boss is much different from a you're just like make them really difficult to beat beat up boss or whatever yeah, the last one was a little bit like that, the final boss fight. But otherwise, it's yeah, a lot of mecha- it's a lot of mechanic heavy stuff, and that's pretty much all I did. All right. What'd you guys get up to? Well, we watched a lot of True Blood together. We've been going through that again, sort of. We never finished it the first time. I don't think we watched a lot of it this week, though. A couple. I mean, we're we. Well, it's because last Saturday we fucking burned through all of season two. I think the last good season. Three's not bad. Three's, three's pretty ex- boring. Three's extremely campy at times. You have Russell. Like anything with Russell is great. Yeah. 
Even season um, two is not that great. Well, you don't like, yeah, I mean. The Maynard or whatever. That Maynard. drags on for far too long. Yeah, going from there. It's, I am a little worried that I remember these three seasons as being the best. Because I think we've maybe made it through the next two. Previously, at least the at least season four, but yeah, I think we stopped season five. So maybe we did um, part of it because it got real not good. <laughs> I don't remember what happened, but I remember both of us going like, "Wow, this is weird." Like, yeah, not good <laughs> for a show that's already very weird. Yeah, so yeah, we've watched a lot of angry. Angry Southern Louisiana folk hang out with vampires and werewolves and werepanthers. And fairies. Well, we're getting to and that shapeshifters. now. shapeshifters. Shapeshifters. Lots of angry sex and bodies exploding. Comically. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't look... It, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it looks that bad. But They turn to, <laughs> like, grape jelly. I turned to like, yeah, like blood goop. Um, <laughs> it's like jelly. It's it's strange. That's what, I mean, we've done that together. Have you finished Umbrella Academy season two yet, Jen? No, I haven't had enough hours in the day yet. Watch the first five episodes. <laughs> yes, Didn't it come it, out like seven hours ago? <laughs> well... 19, probably. I think they drop at, like, midnight. Oh, okay. But I've been watching it since, I don't know, 9, 10. I have to take a break to go to work. I have to take a break to do this. Had to. I've, I've very much enjoyed your very um, ambiguous Tech, your ambiguous Snapchats of just your face and how how you're feeling at that moment. So you you have to watch it soon. <laughs> That's bad news because I'm going on vacation. Well, there's no better time to watch it than when you're on vacation. That's not how we vacation. Where is this a staycation or a real vacation? No, or they're I'm, leaving their house. Oh, uh, we're leaving well, the house. Oh my god, where are you going? Like Iceland, Lutzen. So basically. <laughs> What else did we do? I said that's what we watched together. We've done nothing. What else did you watch, Jen? Nothing. I haven't watched that... anything this week. Yeah, just it was just the true blood, maybe. I don't know if yeah. I. Then I rewatched the Umbrella Academy. Oh, that that was it. Cause, yeah, because you wanted to get caught up for today. I don't well, think that's I... something. Yeah, but I've already seen it. I already talked about rewatching it once a few weeks ago on here. <laughs> You've rewatched it a few times. Mm-hmm. You could read the graphic novels. Maybe. Give you more. I had to do a lot of reading this week. I have a lot of writing still to do. Yay. Yay. 19th century German aesthetic theory. Yay. Thought you finished that class like a year ago. No, I'm reading stuff for my prospectus right now and like getting things into a document. Isn't that what writing is? 
putting right. things in a yeah. document. Yes, that's, yes, that's I'm I'm compiling a bunch of stuff on the uncanny, the sublime, and the interesting and phenomenology and trying to use all of that to explain what the weird is in early 20th century German literature. Whew. How's that sound for exciting? Quite exciting is how Jen, it sounds. Yeah, Jen, Jen blacked out there. She was just looking at her phone. She, yeah. she, she also <laughs> gave us a literal yawn. <laughs> just like, okay, here it goes. Here it comes. Booty's talking about what he's writing about. Been listening to him talk about German shit for eight years now. It's How all many more to go? Three, allegedly. But could be five to ten. Depends how long Taylor wants to take on this. It's up to him. You should choose ten specifically for Jen's torture. Yes. Yes, she's she so loves this, yeah. This this state of of what I'm in. Yeah. We have that. I don't think I don't think I played a whole lot of games this week either. And Oliver has come to visit. Oh, that's what else I've watched. It's the the European Speedrunner Assembly is having their summer marathon right now. So I've had that in the background. Oh, sure. So I've been doing book. Oh, hi, oh, Oliver. Oh, yeah. There he is. Look at that regal motherfucker. Yeah. Flashed out against the window. <laughs> just, see the, just see the orange. He's licking his chops. I'm guessing he just ate. What's next week for you guys? Lethal weapon. Oh man, that's that's a far cry from the Big Lebowski and love and basketball. Last week was Gattaca. Or Gattaca, sorry, yeah. It's a far cry from Gattaca, too. It's a fun journey we're on. Yeah. God, who who all is in Lethal Weapon? I can't even Mel remember. Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Oh my god, I forgot. Gary Busey. <laughs> I wonder if he was in... I think he might have been... This is when he started to go crazy. You get to bring up the... Uh, the... Uh, John Mulaney joke about Gary Busey. Meh. <laughs> This fine 80s buddy cop movie. All right. Well, anything else? I mean, I don't know if there's anything more than to be excellent to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very Bill and Ted of you. Well, that's how we end them all. Yeah. Yeah. It always makes me think of that. They're excellent adventure. Makes sense since that's what it's from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, be excellent to each other, everyone. And I will appear on a future podcast. I don't know the next one. Probably sci fi or fantasy or anime or kung fu or western. Well, that's quite the list. Well, yeah, but I was trying to hit all the genres that Jen maybe doesn't love. 
maybe you don't as well. I always know you like sci-fi, so. Yep. I sure do. So you're good on that. It's it's more the it's more than when you guys are gonna have to watch all those spaghetti westerns that Ugh. I'll have to show up and can we skip them? Defend their honor. No skipping. Jen. <laughs> Jen. <laughs> no, you have to watch the good, the bad, the ugly. Pretty sure that's one. Uh. Just, I'm just kidding. It'll be fine. I don't know if it will be for Jen. Wow, both kitties. Astrid just got here too. <gasps> All right, pals. Friends. I really do think you should be excellent to each other. And we will chat next week. Bye, everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.